This is the Shameless Audacity Podcast, and I'm your host, Jessica Fernandez. I'm a mom, wife, pastor, and professional educator. I'm bold about my faith, and I'm obsessed with you becoming the woman God created you to be by speaking life into your circumstances. We will be discussing God, family, career, and ministry. Some of you will agree with me and be like, yes, girl. And some of you will be like, oh, no, she didn't. Either way, I'm going to teach God's truth authentically and with shameless audacity. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Shameless Audacity. I'm your host, Jessica Fernandez, and this week we're talking about complacency. What do you do when you're so complacent that you become personally unsatisfied and you know God created you for more? You are stuck in a place of mediocrity and you just don't know how to get unstuck. Let's talk about it. When I was in high school, I was the catcher on the varsity softball team and I have the knees to prove it. For the most part, I was decent and enjoyed it. I played for school and league, which means I was pretty busy all the time with lots of practices and games. I also played basketball in high school, if that's what you want to call it. I mean, I was on the team, but didn't exactly play. I played the bench and was great at warming it up. I remember sitting on that bench, waiting anxiously the whole game to see if I was going to play. I was anxious because I wanted to play, but I knew I wasn't good enough to do anything productive. Sometimes I got to play, and though I was disappointed, I felt relieved. Such conflicting emotions. Unfortunately, I didn't take the advice of all those around me who could see I just needed to be more disciplined and actually practice. The conflicting feelings I felt sitting the bench weren't enough to change my behavior, though. It's like being upset that we're overweight and then we eat because we're upset, and then we get upset again because we just overate, it's a lose-lose. It reminds me of how many times in my life I've had these conflicting emotions, excited about a future filled with dreams of success, sad, disappointed, and depressed because I'm not living the life I thought I should be living, but anxious and afraid about living my best life because I'm scared to fail. Have you ever felt that way? What makes us excited about success but scared to move forward? We're excited about the possibilities, and then on the other hand, we're scared of change. We're excited to be successful, but don't have the discipline to actually make it happen. We desire to be part of something bigger than ourselves, but then we think we don't deserve to be there. So we don't even try. If we do nothing long enough, we become content with our lack of effort. Can we say complacent much? So that we are on the same page, when I say complacent, I mean being satisfied with your level of effort or maybe lack of effort. In my world, the worst thing I could ever be is complacent. My greatest fear is never becoming the woman God created me to be because I became comfortable with the status quo. It's easy to become comfortable. It's easy to do nothing. We stay in relationships that are unhealthy. We stay in jobs we hate. We keep friends we actually don't like all while we sit the bench anxiously waiting to live our best lives. But we also sit there relieved that if we never try, we never fail. Worst of all, when we are complacent, it spills over into other areas of our lives, including our relationship with God. We become complacent with the level of effort we put into pursuing Christ. Maybe you're satisfied with just going to church on Easter and Christmas. 
Maybe you're okay with not reading the Bible. Maybe you're okay with not talking to Jesus. Maybe you're okay with only thinking about Jesus on Sunday. Maybe you're okay with not connecting with other believers. Maybe you're okay with not serving. Maybe you're okay watching church online and never ever stepping foot into your local church ever again. I'm not judging where you are with your walk with Jesus. But wherever you are in your relationship, we should not be complacent and stay satisfied with our level of energy into maintaining our relationship with Jesus. Instead, the goal should be to improve our relationship with him continuously. Like fine wine, it gets better with time. Whatever you're doing now, what else could you be doing to draw closer to him? God didn't call us to be complacent. He is an active living God who wants to be in relationship with you. Being in a relationship takes work. It takes dedication. It takes time. We communicate by talking and listening. We do life together with the understanding that we will never be alone. That is the security we have with a relationship with Jesus. He is always with us. He will never leave you. Instead of asking you, what makes us excited about success but scared to move forward? The question I really want to ask you is, why did we invite Jesus in our hearts if we were going to remain complacent in our relationship with him? I want to ask you that again. Why did we invite Jesus in our hearts if we were going to remain complacent in our relationship with him? So you're probably thinking, I'm tired of being complacent. Well, great. Me too. Here are some steps for not being complacent. Number one, seek God with your whole heart. In John 4, 24, the Bible says, for God is spirit. So those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. And what does that exactly mean? That means that we must worship God with everything that we are, with everything that we have inside of us, with every talent and ability that he has given us. Never stop seeking him with all your heart, soul, and mind. The Bible says that when we seek him, we will find him. Matthew 7, 6, and 8. We must be intentional about building a relationship with him and letting him in every area of our lives. Now that is easier said than done. When I say every area of our lives, I mean surrender every single area of your life. That means surrender your marriage to God. Surrender your career to God. Surrender your children to God. Surrender your finances to God. Surrender your sex life to God. When I say every area, ladies, I mean every single area. God is concerned about the things that you are concerned about. And that's what it is to be in relationship wholeheartedly with our Lord. Number two. Level up your spiritual disciplines. If we want to grow and not be complacent in our walk with Jesus, we have to work on our spiritual disciplines. It was like me sitting the bench when I was on the basketball team. I didn't level up because I was not disciplined in practicing. I was not disciplined at all. So what do I mean by spiritual disciplines? I mean, pray, talk to God, have a conversation with him. The conversation does not need to be difficult. It does not need to be long-winded. It just needs to be honest and true. Why? Because God already knows who you are. He knows who the real you is. 
So there's no need for us to be anything other than transparent with him. Meditate, think and ponder on his word. Does that mean that you need to read a whole book of the Bible in one day? Absolutely not. That means read one or two verses and think about those verses all day. Meditate on it. What is that verse saying to you? What is the Holy Spirit saying to you at that moment? How can you apply those two verses in your life that day? Worship. Honor God for who he is. Give him all the glory. Give him all the thanks at all moments. Praise. Show him appreciation for what God has done. Say thank you. Listen for his voice. God speaks to us all the time, whether it's through his word, whether it's through other people, whether it's through a preaching video online, whether it's through a song, God speaks to us all the time. Read the Bible. Read a chapter a day. Memorize a verse. The word is powerful and it will change your life. Sanctification means separate yourself from God. We don't have to do what everybody else is doing. We don't have to listen to what everybody else is listening to. We don't have to watch what everybody else is watching. It is our job to protect our relationship with the Lord. And there's so many things fighting for our attention nowadays. Movies that are inappropriate, songs that are inappropriate. Protect your heart, ladies. Protect your heart and set yourselves apart for God. Self-reflection. Constantly think about how the word applies to your life and what are some things that you could change and what are some things that you can present to the Lord and say, Lord, change that about me. I want it to reflect your character. Fasting. Sacrificing something like food to connect to God. Like food is just one example, but you can sacrifice social media. You can sacrifice watching TV. You can sacrifice talking to your friends or gossiping with your friends. Come on. Fellowship. Spending time with other believers is so important in our walk with the Lord. This is your chance to build relationships with other people. This is your chance to have conversations that you may not be able to have with your friends who don't serve the Lord. This is an opportunity to allow your friends to speak life into you. Serve others. This is an opportunity to be the hands and feet of Jesus. What can you do today to serve somebody? It doesn't have to be in the church. It could be your neighbor. It could be at work. It could be to a a random stranger that you met at the supermarket. What can you do to serve others? Give generously. Give of what God has given to you. Rest in Christ. Have peace knowing that he's in control. God has everything in control. He has your children in the palm of his hands. He has your relationship with your spouse under control. He has your finances under control. Submit everything to God. Everything that we have, give it to the Lord and know that all things will work together for those who believe in him. Confession of sins. Confess your sins unto the Lord. Listen, God already knows you did it, so we might as well confess it hold ourselves accountable for it, and allow God to heal those places in our hearts. Number three, stop living off of yesterday's victories and seek new ones. Seek a fresh anointing every day by continuously staying connected to him. Jesus says, yes, I am the vine and you are the branches. 
Those who remain in me and I in them will produce much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. Anyone who does not remain in me is thrown away like a useless branch and withers. Such branches are gathered into a pile to be burned. That's in John 15, 5 and 6. Now I want to share this with you real quick. We can't live off of yesterday's victories. A great example is when I preach. When I preach, I feel exhausted after. And sometimes it's easy to think, wow, I studied all these weeks. I was praying. I was fasting. But you know what happens to me right after I preach? I let my guard down. And when I let my guard down, the the next couple of days or the weeks after, maybe I'm not studying as much. Maybe I'm not praying as much. And that is exactly when the enemy comes in because I'm vulnerable because I let my guard down. Why? Because I was living off of yesterday's victories. When we stay connected, we continue to grow and flourish. But the minute we disconnect, our relationship with him begins to fade. I want to give you something to think about. Have you been complacent in your relationship with Jesus? If so, how? What could you do to improve your relationship with Jesus? Are you truly seeking God with your whole heart? Are you consistently staying connected to Christ? If you like the show, you might want to check out our free ebook, 10 Ways to Becoming Whole. You can find that at www.jessicafernandez.com when you subscribe to my website. Thanks for joining me this week on Shameless Audacity. Be sure to go to www.shamelessaudacitypodcast.com where you can subscribe to this show using your favorite podcast app so you'll never miss an episode. Please leave a rating on Apple Podcasts so that I can continue to bring you amazing episodes. Share with someone who may need to hear this message. And remember, God has called you and me to speak God's truth with shameless audacity. Thanks for listening and see you next time.